Ladies and gentlemen, here's what's going to happen. Here's how it's going to go down. What we're about to do is a cruise show. That's right. We're going to talk a little bit about cruising right now. And uh, we got a few things going on that we're very, very excited about. So some good, some bad. There's good news, there's bad news. This show, this life that we choose to live is in itself the embodiment of a yin and a yang. Is it a yin and a yang or a yin and a yang? Who knows? Who cares? Tommy, shut the hell up and get to the show. So what it is is I, I got a few questions I want to pose to you guys. I want to deliver some news that is not so good news, but honestly, nothing, none of it surprises me anymore. It's kind of like um, just Depression Town, USA, when you hear some of this stuff. Again, keeping it in perspective, first world problems, we're all going to be fine, we're all going to return to cruising, but based on what you hear today, maybe not too, uh, not, not too soon, not, not as soon as we thought, you might say, but then let's go to the yang, and that's the other thing, I don't know, which is the good one, which is the bad one, the yin is the bad one, and the yang is the good, I don't know, I don't know, and I get it. It's not lost on me that you don't give a crap about any of this. But what I am excited about, what really, really what I thought was a very heartwarming discussion and a good talk and a fun talk with just, I mean, you want to talk about a natural entertainer, a natural broadcaster, a guy by the name of John Klaikowski from, you know it as the ship show, Mr. Bagak himself. We had a great, I don't know what it was, a 30, 40 minute interview and uh, we caught up and it was a good time. So uh, without further ado, we're going to start the show. Hey, yo, all aboard and welcome. It's about to be on. Grab a couple of cones because we about to be gone to the Caribbean. Seven days and eight nights. Got the crew coming heavy, but we all packing light. Yeah, we always be booked. We got our drinks in the sky from New York City to the USBI. Is that a full margarita, man? Finish it up because we about to run the beer like Forrest Gump. Finding pockets on the Lido. She ain't got to be a tent because we did the things and we'll do them again. Tonight's the white party, but we blacking it out because we got the drink pack. And we're maxing it out Everybody come on I said sound that horn Cause we gotta get away To where the boat leaves from Yeah All aboard and welcome ladies and gentlemen To the Always Be Booked Cruise Cast Show Coming to you not quite live From Hewlett Long Island, New York. I want to thank everybody for joining today. Uh, yeah, a little bit of a shift again. Listen, listen, here's the deal, guys. I want to give a big shout-out and an RIP to the Staycation Conversation podcast. I had a great time with it. Maybe it was self-serving. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe some of you did like it. Maybe some of you didn't. Uh, I do know that most of you loved Tanya. And, uh, you know, it does suck because I do. I, I like us as a combination. We've talked about maybe uh, we're currently talking about doing another podcast that will have nothing to do with this. And I hope you guys understand. Those of you who thought maybe I abandoned the cold cruising concept, if I abandoned uh, you as an audience at all by kind of switching things up, I'm hoping hoping y'all understand that this is just a matter of just having a handful of spaghetti and trying to throw it at the wall to see what sticks during this unprecedented time. And I want to roll that into, and by the way, yes, Tanya loved you guys. Tanya was so into doing the show. You know, she just wants to be on the air. I think she's a natural broadcaster as well. I think she's good at what she does. And I am very, very confident that you're going to hear myself and Tanya on a podcast, uh, 
in some other space, some other time, very, very soon. And the good news is it won't be against your will. You'll voluntarily go there. And all of you who came here for the cruise news and the cruise juice and all the cruise fun and hijinks and dare I even say maybe a touch of tomfoolery, you're all going to get that. So I want to say this at the top of the show. If we're going to get back to this normal always be booked thing, uh, one, one thing that's going to have to happen is we're going to have to hear back from you. Now, I know a lot of you have checked out, whether it's completely or occasionally or you know sometimes mentally, but then you dip, dip back in a little bit. So I do understand why a lot of people are not dialed into the whole cruise thing right now. And yes, it's for good reason. But what I do want to say is we got to make this work. And one of the biggest and best parts of the show, dare I say, maybe even possibly a lifeblood of the show was always your emails. And, you know, I haven't gotten an email, a regular email about cruising in probably months. Well, Tommy, that's your fault because you stopped doing a cruise podcast. Maybe that's true. And maybe it's uh, just that you guys are a little checked out. But I would like to challenge you guys because I want to know where your psychology is. I want to know where your heart is. Is it, um, do you have your good days and your bad days? Are you angry that we can't go to go, go back to sea because you feel like this is ridiculous? Are you uh, totally understanding? Are you not missing cruising at all because you found some other type of form of travel that you love? I would like to know where you guys are. Please hit me up, Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. I want to know what you're thinking. I want to know where your cruise head is at. I want to know what you want to do when you go back to cruising. If this show is anything, it's us celebrating cruising. It's uh, kind of just, I guess, reveling together into a good friend of mine used the word mental masturbation no offense i uh, hope that didn't offend anybody but just you know i th- i always thought that i always think you know everything around cruising and everything the planning you know your cruise starts when you book it it's at the planning stage with whether if, you, if you're cruising with royal caribbean and you're filling up that cruise planner or every three days when things slow down at work and you kind of sneak onto that hidden web browser and you open up that carnival website to look at the shore excursions. We all do it. Who are we kidding? I saw you. You know what you did, okay? Mr. Johnson was out getting coffee or you heard his office door slam. Be back. Claire or Steven, for political correctness, Take my messages. I'll be out for an hour. Yes, I know what you're doing. You're minimizing your work screen. You're opening up a new window, completely new window, right? Because it's easy to hide. You could just minimize and get it out of there, but still be like you're working if the boss should happen to come back. And then you're browsing the cruise sites. Maybe you're on Cruise Critic. Maybe you're looking at your cruise. Maybe you're looking at the Cruise Planner. Maybe you're on Cruise Plum looking to see if you got ripped off. Maybe you could find a better deal. Okay, you got this one booked. Well, what about next year's cruise? Never too early to start, right? So you're checking out cruises until Mr. Johnson gets back. It's happening. Maybe right now you're doing this at work and you got a little one one piece earphone in, and I'm sh- I'm giving you an ear beating inside your ear as you listen to cruise talk. Well, somebody else thinks you're in a Zoom meeting or something. Who knows? But either way. This is a call to arms. I would like to see if I can get you guys back. I want some inbox action. The inbox is empty. You could throw a little rock in there. You could hear a big, huge echo in my inbox. Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. Tell me what your psychology is. What's your level of missing, non-missing, wanting to go back, not wanting to go back. 
anger, frustration, sadness? Are you, uh, and what about cruising do you want to get back to right away? What are you excited about once you are allowed to go back to cruising? I want to hear it all. This is what we do, ladies and gentlemen. We talk to each other. We support each other. By the way, we have a Facebook group where we support the shit out of each other, right? The Always Be Booked Cruise and Travel Lounge on Facebook, where we get together, we break each other's chops, we answer questions, we leave comments, we post pictures, and we keep the party going, don't we? It's a group. It's on Facebook. It's called the Always Be Booked Cruise and Travel Lounge. We also have a Patreon, guys. Uh, Mostly every day, I try to get on the air, and I try to give you guys an extra half hour or so show... And we talk about anything and everything that comes to my mind. I'm in the middle of doing a grand opening for a bar and restaurant in the middle of a pandemic. For example, the other night, I posted an eavesdropping session on a wine tasting that we did. So if you ever wanted to know how these uh, vendors come in and try to sell you on their wine and try to get you to drink their wine and bring in beautiful women and try to get you drunk, this was that exact setting. Not that we should, you know, uh, celebrate or glorify that type of thing. But listen, hey man, what are we doing? We're lying to each other? Cones. One thing we don't do is lie to each other. So that's what happened. That's where we were at. We were. I put a little eavesdrop session in there and there's an eight minute thing. Now I did a show too. Did a 40, 43 minute show yesterday and the eavesdrop session. And that you get all that stuff every day for $5 a month. Now has it been every day? A lot of you super cones out there will call me on this and be like, well, Tommy, it's not actually every day. It's at least every other day, usually more than that. And then I'll go on runs where I won't miss a day in a week. But I mean, at the end of the day, truly, you know, you probably could use a break from me anyway. So if you want to support this show and if you want to uh, get an extra show a day, give or take, Go to p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash always be booked. And for $5, you can get just that. We also have an Instagram. Please check that out. But most importantly on this, if there's any takeaway from all this housekeeping that we're doing, please send me an email. Tell me what state of your mind is right now. Um, All right, let's get into some stuff here. So there's a lot of cruise news out there. One of my favorite stories is uh, is, is the Azamara stuff. And what is it? The Sycamore Group out of New York. They own all these big box retailers, big investment firm, big group, big company. And they purchased Royal Caribbean's, uh, one of their ultra luxe lines called Azamara. Azamara? Azamora. Azamara. And uh, they had three ships and they got this deal for $200 million, which is crazy to me. By the way, also, I left out because I'm repeating myself here, check out on YouTube, right? Always be booked on YouTube. We have ship tours. We have, well, who knows what we got over there, but I'm starting a new show that I'm really going to try to keep up with based on having this new camera called Shots Across the Bow. A little bit of a condensed version of the podcast earlier week. There's a few different types of formats I'm copying completely. One of them is the, um, well, uh, pardon the interruption, show on uh, the sports show where they kind of list a group of topics and then run down the line kind of quick. I'm trying to, uh, you know, just listen, are there any good ideas left? Everybody's copying something. So that's what we're kind of trying to emulate, do a cruise version of it. Yeah, I give the news, but you know me, I can't help myself. I got a smart tongue and I, and, 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 I, and I'm and I'm a little snarky. I'm a little offbeat and I kind of throw my two cents in there and I'll, I should, I should, uh, 
you know, preface it by saying that, you know what, this is just my opinions. And sometimes they're not even my opinions. Sometimes I'm just trying to make you guys laugh. You know what I mean? We're all in this crap together. And it is, dare I say, what the F it is. So the Azamara thing, the Sycamore guys, they bought Azamara from Royal Caribbean. And you talk about tough times, right? And I know it's the case in the bar and restaurant industry. That's when millionaires are made. Okay, you tell me that there was there wasn't a pandemic going on. You tell me everything was normal. Are you also going to tell me that you could have got the entire cruise line? I'm talking branding. I'm talking marketing. I'm talking the hardware, meaning the cruise ships. I'm talking about the intellectual property, everything for two hundred and one million dollars. I don't know what each of those ships are worth. I do know that when they build new ships nowadays, they're kind of approaching a billion dollars. So if you're going to use that as a gauge, which you won't because these new ships are out of control, they're nuts, they're off the charts. But at the same time, three ships for 200 million plus all the back end infrastructure and everything else that goes with it. That's amazing to me, and that's why they say tough times. the 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 the, ba- the playing field is leveled in a lot of cases. The whole the lines are redrawn, and that's what's going on with these guys over at Sycamore and women uh, buying this cruise line, buying the whole cruise line. And you know who knows what they're going to do with it? Are they going to sell it off? Is it just a? I don't know if they're going to sell it off. If they're going to sell it off, if they're going to break it up. Their first move doesn't lend itself to believe that, in my opinion. Now, you got to remember, I am a moron. But to me, if you're looking to just buy a cruise line, hack it up, sell it for its parts, and make some money Gordon Gecko Wall Street style, you're not going to purchase another entire cruise ship from Princess Cruises. And that's just what they did. So now they're rounding it out. They want an even number of cruise ships. Now they got four. They're redoing it from head to toe. They're remodeling it, remaking it. They're making that princess cruise ship one of their own. And one thing in my limited research, and I did do research. Did I say it was limited? Yes, because it was. But what I did do, what I did find out in my research is that it's like Aruba. Azamara. It's like the people who travel on these cruise ships, they must do one hell of a job with the personal touch because people are loyal. Some of the YouTube videos I watched, you know, I, I you see a lot of people glowing about cruising and just kind of, you know, just, just, just throwing a bunch of superlatives together when they're talking about just cruising in general. But on the Azamara runs, you're seeing people just really, really compliment this particular cruise line. And that's nice to see. And I think it's a feel-good story because, yes, they are big corporate America. They are not a shortage of any money. Who knows? Can they run a cruise line? Yeah, they're going to hire the right people. That's what good companies do. They hire the right people. And I'm interested to see where they go. Now, am I ever going to get on one of these cruise ships? No, but I'm a fan of moves like this. I'm a fan of cruise ships. I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I'm a kid in a candy store when it comes to studying cruising and cruise ships. And I'm happy for this cruise line that this is going to happen. And Azamara, who, you know, one day they're Royal Caribbean's throwaway. The next day, they're this new darling of this giant conglomerate that's adding cruise ships to it. And who knows? Next thing you know, they might be the GameStop of the cruise world. Kind of kidding. For those of you who know that little 
inside joke, insider, no pun intended. Uh, that was a short story. Short, get it? No pun intended? <laughs> I'm on a freaking roll. No pun intended? No, well, Tommy, there really was no pun there. So no pun on a roll? What does that have to do with anything? Nothing. All right, let's keep moving. Bad news. All right, so we had some bad news. By the way, we have John Klaikowski. Uh, those of you who are joining us from the ship show, because ideally John put this out to everybody. I'm sure he did let everybody know that he's on. I think this is one of the best interviews we've had. We've had a lot of good interviews, and it's up there. I'm not saying, listen, nobody, you know, it's not, I, didn't say, I didn't say it was the best. I said it was up there with the best. You know, what are you going to do? My interviews are like kids. You can't pick one of them over the other. No, it was a good interview. I really I really liked it because it accomplished exactly what I had hoped it would. It accomplished us really kind of thinking about cruising again in a detailed way, thinking about the pros and cons of this cruise line or that experience and kind of just, you know, the whole thing. So I thought it was a great, a great chat between two people who are obsessed with cruising and let's face it not playing with a full deck either of us so that's what that is and i'll also say shout out to the ship show people a lot of you might be uh or you may have already fast forwarded this and want to get right to the you know the ship show stuff and this and that but uh for those of you who 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 are thinking about fast forwarding or fast forwarding ahead through this you know weird banter or rambling from this strange guy who you don't even know who he is how about don't how about don't fast forward and that's it. And that's all there is to it. With that, don't fast forward. Listen to this part too. Uh, this is information here that none of us are going to like. Big shout out to Jay again from The Ship Life who continually makes waves. Pun, pun, pun. Yes, can we stop acknowledging the puns? I'm trying, but they're there. What are you supposed to do? Ignore it? Um, so Jay comes on and he starts talking about... He didn't start talking about anything, which was great. He played his intro music and then went right into verbatim a recording of a captain on a Norwegian cruise ship telling everybody that they're sending all non-essential to the, I guess, operation and navigation of the ship home. They're repatriating everybody who's either front-facing or uh, entertainment or anything, anybody else that was on the ship getting ready to go back to sea to start the resumption of cruising. You're all getting either on the Norwegian Joy or the Norwegian Escape and you're getting driven home to your homeland country. Repatriation. And I just love that word. That repatri- re- you're 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 being repatriatized. It sounds like a sacrament. You know what I mean when you say it, right? I'd like to congratulate you. You have completed your repatriation. No, but in all seriousness, it kind of sucks because everybody's going back. They're getting everybody on these ships and they're sailing back home. And he goes into it. You know what I mean? I was wondering, well, Jay, you know, I don't know when this guy said this, right? It could have been any time. It could have been a recording from last June. It could have been a recording from last August, whatever. But no, the way the captain talks, you could tell he's talking about current day situations. He mentions vaccine rollouts not being as effective as they had hoped. He mentions the numbers not being, you know, going down like everybody had hoped. And unfortunately, there is... Um, no reason to believe that cruising is going to resume anytime soon. And you already know that, right? Everybody's hoping every day we're going to hear about these test sailings. Everybody wants to hear. You got people in these groups. Wow, I got a cruise on March 27th. Crossing my fingers. Hey, moron, uncross your fingers, okay? Give uh, secrets a call. <laughs> you're not going anywhere. Where do you think you're going? Call the Grand Ryu Palace. 
You are locked on land. You know what I mean? It's just not going to happen. Who are we kidding? Um, anytime soon. It's not happening anytime soon. So that's why conversations like the one we had today with John are so important. So we can kind of keep that, you know, in baseball, when it's off season, they call it hot stove. You know what I mean? We're keeping the stove hot. You know what I mean? For when we go back, it's going to be hot already. We're going to jump right into the pan and we're going to cook nice. You know what I mean? This is like that. You know what I mean? It's cruising hot stove. We're not cruising right now, but conversations like what we had today are going to keep that fire warm and keep us excited. And when we get back on a cruise ship, it's going to be just like riding a damn bike, isn't it? It's the way I look at it anyway. So, that is one thing. So all the Norwegian non-essential cruise ship workers are getting back on two cruise ships and they're being sent back to their home countries, a.k.a. they are being repatriated. Also, I checked out Cruise Radio's uh, website today. And uh, Doug, who obviously we know is, is is the godfather, the king of it all, he put out there the news that um, Port Canaveral announced that they're not having anybody cruise out of there until july there's no cruises out of port canaveral till july and the whole thing is a a, a a mess you know what i mean he also said that you know nassau was being discussed and it was, nassau was talking about when we're gonna start the test sailings and nassau was volunteering allegedly for maybe becoming one of the um test ports for when the test sailings happen and uh they talked about being excited about the fact that this could happen as early as this spring. Why are we getting excited about the test sailings? Not even, and this is not Doug saying, Doug's just you know, reporting. This is their verbiage saying, this could happen as, are this, these test sailings, get ready, aren't we excited? This could happen as early as this spring. So the test sailings might happen in what? Let's guess May? Late Mar- late April, May, whatever. So a month or two of test sailings. That gets us into June, maybe July. And then once they do resume, it's gonna be like one at a time. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a slow drip. When 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 we're talking about a phased in return, you're gonna see the what phased in really means. Phase one is gonna be like two or three ships out to sea. Then we'll do a couple of weeks of that, maybe a month, and then three or four ships that I mean, forget about it. We're definitely not going to be at a full resumption this year. There's just no way. And then, like you said, so uh, so that's so that's what happened right there. So then they said, uh, Carnival Mardi Gras, which is the talk of the town. Everybody's all excited about the Carnival Mardi Gras, as they should be. But Carnival Mardi Gras pushed back their date again until, drum roll, what was it? I believe it was the end of April. Either end of April or... Early May, whatever it was, I do apologize for not having that exact date in front of me. But you know what I'm about to say. If you're telling me the Mardi Gras is going to do a grand launch and they pushed it back to whether it's April or May. And test sailings are not even going to start until April or May. You know the Mardi Gras is going to get pushed back again. And if you didn't know it because of that, you know it now because of the cruise radio article that told you that Port Canaveral, which is designed to be the home port of Carnival Mardi Gras, will not have any cruises leaving from it for the next several months into into July. 
maybe through July or until July or through July, either way. Forgive me for not having these dates because I'm not here to lie to you. We don't lie to each other. And I'm going to tell you that as excited as I am about always be booked, as excited as I am about getting back to sea, we are going to have to exercise some patience. And I am not one of those people that wants to kind of fool myself into thinking something's going to happen. I want to be a realist. I try to be self-aware and I try to be a realist. We're not going anytime soon, but just think about it. It's just going to, you know, it's just going to make it that much sweeter when we do. So I'm not saying that to be such a, some, some sort of, uh, you know, see Scrooge here, you know, I'm not trying to be the Dr. Seuss Grinch on carnival, but you know, what are they going to do? So uh, the, the biggest and baddest ship in the world, uh, well, carnival's newest, biggest ship, the carnival Mardi Gras is set to debut out of Port Canaveral. And let's call it the end of April. And then Port Canaveral just announced that nobody's sailing out of Port Canaveral until July. I don't know. I don't don't do math so good, but that doesn't seem to work out, does it? So that is what it is. But we are going to go back to sea. Let's just enjoy it. Let's talk about it. Let's rejoice in it. Let's have a great summer. If we can end up getting on a ship sometime around the summer, that'll be good for us. Uh, There is so much. To be thankful for in this world, there's so much to be excited about. All I'm saying is let's not be fooled by cruise lines putting these things off for another month here or a month there, piecemealing this whole thing. Take a step back, guys. Everybody take a step back. Stop trying to work the system. Stop trying to do lifting and shifting and and, 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 and promise to pay and, you know, Whatever cruise with confidence, whatever everybody, whatever ever cute words they're throwing at you, they tell you to try to still continue to book cruises. I'm a travel agent, guys, and I'm telling you, I don't know. Maybe step back, maybe wait a little while, and when this thing comes back, oh boy, we are gonna come back stronger than ever. And with that said, speaking of stronger than ever, we're gonna play a great interview with the wildly talented Mr. John Klaikowski. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, as promised, we are back and we do have a very special guest on the line. It's a gentleman who uh, I want to introduce him. It should be simple, but he's got so many damn names. He's got John. He's got the Rooster. He's got John Wooster Klaikowski. He's got Clayco. Mr. John Klaikowski, welcome to the show. And what would you like to go by? Well, Tommy, thanks for having me, buddy. And I would just like to say uh, it's it's an honor to be here talking to you. Um People call me, my friends call me Rooster. Uh, my family calls me John, and everybody else just calls me an asshole. Oh, come on. That's not true. Listen, I wanted to come out, and I wanted to be original. I didn't want to ask these mundane, you know, kind of filler questions or, 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 or typical questions. So I wasn't going to ask this one, but at the end of the day, I actually want to know. I don't know the story. I want to know the story of how you found yourself or why you ended up getting into the cruise YouTube space. Well, it's not as 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 it's not like a question that everybody asked me. As a matter of fact, I can't recall anyone asking me that question um, before. But I guess the long and short of it is, and it'll probably end up being long the way I like to ramble on. But my wife had been in school for years and years and years, and we were just keeping it low budget maybe going to an amusement park in the summer or something. And, you know, she finally graduated and she said, let's, let's go on vacation. 
And I said, okay. She goes, you know, I think we should do a cruise. And I was like, well, I'm not into that kind of thing. You get to the ports, you've got like six hours and like you feel rushed. And, you know, it's just not something that I'm really interested in. She's like, well, what if we do a short cruise? And you, we spend like, you know, four days in Florida and then jump on the ship for a couple days. And I said, you know, I guess I'd be willing to try it. And next thing you know, we're in Florida spending a few days and she drags me on board the Disney wonder. And after those four days, I I'm telling you, I was hooked. Everything was in arm's reach and the entertainment and the food, which is very, very, very important to me was outstanding. The kids loved it. I was like, looking to book another cruise on the flight home. And at that point, our youngest daughter, Stella, she was doing all the research on cruise ships. And she said, I want to go on Allure of the Seas, which at that time was the largest ship in the world. And so she showed me this YouTube video. And for the life of me, I can't remember who it was, but I didn't realize there was such a uh, space out there where people were just giving you all the information on these ships. And I just found myself watching video after video after video on this allure of the seas, which we booked for the following year. And, and then at some point I stumbled across a couple people, I guess I shouldn't say stumbled across. Oh, it's the natural progression. If you start watching cruise videos that all of a sudden you see Sherry from cruise tips TV, right. And, Lalita Loca, Tony and Jenny, and and some of the other names. But then, then I saw this guy and a and a gal, Griffin Alyssa, and I started watching their videos. And there was not only you were you were getting the information, but it was entertainment and it was cinematically pleasing to me. And for some reason, I don't know, I never got into video editing or or even thinking I would want to do some sort of vlog or, or anything like that. But I don't know. It struck a chord inside me where I'm like, you know what? I feel like I'd like to try this. So, you know, I ended up on Allure of the Seas with one of those knockoff $40 GoPros that you can get on Amazon that claim to be just as good as the real thing. And um, I learned very quickly that blogging wasn't as easy as I thought. But... Um, had another fantastic time on the allure of the seas. And after that, I kind of committed myself to, to trying to put out something that was watchable for, for people who might want to watch our vlogs. Right. So, you know, as time went on, I got better at that and we started doing those things, but then the real lucky part for me, and this is the truth, a guy and his wife and young daughter moved across the street from us. Oh, here's and, where it gets good. Yeah. And, and it, you know, just one day by happenstance, I happened to be planting flowers or something out in my mailbox. And he was out there with his daughter and they were releasing some butterflies that they had grown, you know, from like um, larva or whatever you call them. And they said, Hey, we're going to release these butterflies. We know you have a daughter. Does she want to come see it? I said, sure. And, you know, it was that easy. A friendship was made. And, you know, before we knew it, I 
I start talking about doing vlogs and, and doing these things and we just got closer and closer and I'm like, you know, I was thinking of doing this show, this live stream show, and I don't know what we would call it, and but it, I think it would be fun to just, you know, yuck it up and, and kind of do something a little different. Instead of answering everyone's cruise questions, maybe we just uh, pretend we're living that cruise life in the studio kind of thing. And man, oh man, oh man, if I had known that I had, I mean, I had no clue what a fantastic partner in my buddy York, Doodles as they call him on the ship show, would turn out to be. I mean, he is like the perfect yin to my yang. So really, I got started begrudgingly, but it came naturally after that, if that makes any sense to you. It makes more sense than anybody could even imagine. What I'll first say is, and again, the beauty of having a guy like you on is that I don't have to prepare i don't have to write questions i don't have to do anything the, how i kind of stumbled upon you guys is that i i was just watching i you know as as one does when you're a cruise nerd like myself you kind of you know float around the youtubes and you kind of see what's going on out there and i think i was on a um a sharon at sea something i don't even know what it was but she actually threw your name out there and it was the klikowskis or the ship show whatever it was and then i saw you guys come on the screen and then there's this there's rooster noises, there's tomfoolery, there's just all sorts of wackiness. And I was like, okay, this is something that I could get into. This is the type of thing that I was kind of, you know, there's so many talented creators out there and they're so entertaining yep. to watch. But it's like, okay, this guy's not playing with a full deck, much like myself. So I was a fan right. from from the beginning. I was a fan with the whole, can you give us a bagok? I don't want to put you, I know it's probably not right to put you on the spot, but you know. Absolutely. Free bagox for everyone. I saw, and that's what cracked me up too. You were doing the uh, intro music like an award show, and uh, you were like singing the intro music in a bagok fashion. I'm like, oh, this guy's crazy. Okay, this is great. I'm in. Sign me up. Uh, so I think you touched on a bunch of things that I wanted to say. First of all, one thing I do miss about cruising, and I say it all the time, are the vlogs. And yes, you nailed it. Uh, Griff with Griff and Alyssa, they really do. Uh, everybody does. I feel like something. Uh, they have their like strong suit, and that really is what they did. It was like watching very. You were used the word cinematic. It it, it was great too. And you've kind of, I would say, between you guys, you guys got that area, that kind of, um, I guess, component locked down. But the one thing that I miss about cruising is watching your vlogs because your vlogs are hysterical and. I when I I had I had Tanya who I was doing a couple of podcasts with over I was I was forcing cruise stuff on her I was forcing cruise content on her, uh, and I was putting your stuff on I was like you have to watch this it's like a sitcom you bring a sitcom value and I don't know if that's by design I don't know if anybody's ever told you that before but you're watching cruising but then also like a sitcom because everybody has their role you're the wacky dad which is in every sitcom your 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 wife is like the stable kind of like all right you know what okay, that's fun that's fine but you know what get ready we got to go to dinner the you know yeah. both your daughters play their role the, your younger daughter she's the excited wide-eyed just wants to explore and then your older daughter is like you know kind of too cool, but you can tell she really does love every minute of it. You guys got all it's it's perfect out of Hollywood. Well, yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head right there. First of all, no, it's not by design. However, I did go into it 
saying that I, I, I wanted to be free willed about it because I, and, and I, you know, I can, I can touch on this briefly. We just got back from vacation and I found myself um, in universal studios, almost trying to force it because I didn't, I couldn't find a story to tell because I, I'm not used to vlogging like a theme park. Right. But that's like you said, you missed the cruising and I'm in, for me, it's almost like the cruise itself tells the story. So therefore, if we just be ourselves and we're the characters in it, it's so easy to do. But like at Universal Studios, I really struggled with that kind of thing because, it, you know, the story doesn't really tell itself. You're just like, hey, now we're going to this ride. Now we're going to this ride. Whereas, you know, it, I guess I'm, it's hard to put to words, but the, the cruise story tells itself. And, and you just kind of play with it. I get exactly what you're saying because I think what, what lends itself to that with regarding cruising is that, you know, some of the things that people kind of, you know, talk bad about it. It is, it does have a little bit of a feel of a, a kind of like reg regimented vacation and there is a schedule and there are times. So it's kind of like you're, you're kind of floating about the ship, floating about the ports, doing what you're supposed to do, but it's almost like it's scheduled for you and you're just kind of following the script, right? Yeah, exactly. And and you mentioned my girls. It, that was an unexpected uh, turn of events when, when like our youngest daughter started grabbing the camera and just hamming it up. Um, Stellicam. Yeah, Stellicam. And and then my oldest daughter, you know, like you said, yeah, she's too cool. But let, I'm here to tell you that when the vlog is done, if she watches, she's like. How come Stella got more time than I did? <laughs> so she she may act too cool, but she like you said, she's loving every minute of it. Yeah, that all that all that stuff definitely shines through every bit of it. Um, so and then what you said also in the beginning, like so many people, you had this kind of preconceived misconce misconception of what cruising was, and I just always laugh. Like I don't even mind when people kind of it's stand up comedy world and like all sorts of you know places, even the media, the CDC, whoever else, line up. They they they're all in line to bash cruising, and I don't necessarily mind it because you know what? If you don't get it, I can't help you. But under no circumstances do I not know, like, you know, your wife probably knew, you know, you get somebody with a with, with a good personality, a fun guy, ready to have fun, fun girl, ready to have fun, uh, that really has an open mind to really allow themselves to enjoy a good vacation or a good time. You're not going to show me somebody who's going to not like cruising. I'm sorry. You know, maybe the seasick thing aside, but besides that, what is not to love about being on a cruise ship? You're absolutely right. And I don't know about you, but when when the topic comes up, that you know, I I keep I keep the YouTube side of of things kind of low key in in the per, in my personal life, you know. But whenever it comes up, and somebody mentions, "Oh, you you do cruising and stuff," I'm like, "Yeah, you know." Whenever that conversation comes up, I mean, I always find myself it like trying to explain to people the the benefit like how awesome a cruise is and it comes so naturally like it just it rolls off the tongue like it's just you'll never find more value entertainment wise than a cruise it, the whole package value wise is just the whole thing and if someone gets me talking about it it's going to be very difficult to shut me up because you're right tommy there's 
Nobody who likes to have a good time is not going to have a good time on a cruise. A hundred percent. I just say it like, you know, you're going to get on this vessel. That is your mode of transportation. That is three football fields long. That is built to entertain you around every single corner. That is stocked with food and booze and uh, thousands of people also ready to have a good time. And by the way, it's going to drop you off in Puerto Rico. It's going to drop you off in St. Thomas. It's okay. You got something wrong with you. If if you got a problem with that. Right. Absolutely. And, and, Speaking to my point earlier where I said, well, for, you know, six hours in port just feels rushed. And I, that's I, I've never felt that way. I, you get to the port, you do your thing. And then by that time, it's, you know, you're like, man, I'm ready for dinner. Let's let's go get snazzed up, uh, eat some dinner and then uh, get some drinks on. There you go. And you said it and you, you led into it and I'm going to go with it. Two things that we know about you. If you follow The Ship Show, if you follow John Klaikowski and any of his platforms, you know a couple of things about the man. You know that he likes him some food. He's particular about his food when he's on vacation. And he's also, dare I say, a fashionista. Can you talk a little bit about those two things? Yeah, Tommy. Food is absolutely uh, one of the highest priorities for me. Uh, on the cruise and now that uh, don't get me wrong there's been a few cruises i've been on ovation of the seas <clears throat> that uh, the food was very bad but for the most part the food's fantastic i i really enjoy the culinary experience you'll always find us at the chef's table whenever there's it's available on a ship because i really enjoy Everything about the food presentation and the pairings with the wine and and how it all complements each other. And, and I like to speak to the camera about it and describe what I'm, you know, to the people in my way, what what it's like, you know. And, and on top of that, there's just for me, and I know there's a lot of opinions on this in terms of how you should dress when it's time to eat on the ship. But for me, I really enjoy getting snazzy i i we call it ship show classy right hashtag ship show classy i enjoy getting nice and dressed up having a good meal drinking some fine wine with that meal and you know getting a good base set for once that meal's over i may loosen the tie and head on over to the bar you know it, it's that's just the way it is i i definitely take pride in in in, in the way i i present myself on board that's for sure no and you do do a good job with the descriptions and everything because it it seems to me like if you are uh on a cruise ship you're uh, much like if you're in a bar and you call yourself a bartender what you should be able to do is make a good bloody mary make a good old-fashioned some of the classics if you're on a cruise ship this should be some pretty good escargot. They say if you're a master chef, the first thing a French chef will ask you to do is, let me see you do your just a basic French omelet. And on the ship, first thing you go to usually is the escargot, right? Oh, yeah. Now, I can tell you this, Tommy. If, if oysters were more readily available on board, which I understand why they're not, that would probably be my number one choice. But yes, escargot is definitely my favorite. Okay, no, that makes sense. So that, so then, um, as far as your preferred cruise brand, I could tell you right now, I, 
I say not officially that I have a favorite cruise line because I just I just feel like it's so subjective and each of them do their you know their thing best. Um, well, for you know, let me back up because you talked about the chef's table, and I wanted to say there's three things on cruise ships in cruising that I've never done, and three things that I'm not inclined to do in any way, shape, or form, but I think I gotta do them because of the fact that for, these are three things that people do. And I've never heard anybody say they were either overrated or just really not, you know, not worth it. One of them is cruising to Alaska. Another one is trying Disney. And another one is getting the chef's table. I've never done it, but you're here to tell us that it is a great experience. It's all that's cracked up to be. Okay, so cruising to Alaska Amazing. We did that on Ovation of the Seas. We actually cruised with Griff and Alyssa on that on that trip. And Alaska is a definite must do. It's just it, me trying to put it into words on this podcast is probably a, a futile uh, a, a attempt to describe anything because it's just not it's it's not possible to describe Alaska without seeing it so you can cruise and, you can cruise without palm trees and still have a good time you're telling me yes it, it, there's some things you know there's some give and take there though obviously you know the sea days you're not gonna find yourself sitting on the pool deck doing things but you know the ship we were on had like bumper cars and skydiving and you know all kinds of like roller skating and stuff like that it, there was plenty of ways to stay to stay busy on sea days but when you get off that ship and and you take it like for for me i took a helicopter to a to a glacier and you stand on that glacier and just see how wide open and beautiful everything is it just it really gives you pause and you kind of look at things uh, you know it's just you see the world in a different way or even when you're when you're cruising through the glacier bay there and you're just looking around and you see the seals and all the different wildlife floating on icebergs going past and and you see the mountains and the glaciers in the distance. It's just, it's something to behold. I, I, no doubt about it. And I'm wrong for this because I, I don't remember who told me th this. When people tell me things, I, I, I need to remember who told me this. But one of my listeners said, you go to Alaska, you step out onto the deck, you inhale nice and deep, and it's like you're breathing air for the first time. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a whole different world up there. I know it's America, but it's different. It's just different. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, I would imagine so. So what about the uh, chef's table? So the chef's table, you say, is a, a strong yes. Uh, absolutely. Now, so Royal Caribbean does it a different way. I'll describe both for you just to, to answer the question. But Royal Caribbean, what they do when you do the chef's table is they bring out like nine courses, right? But you, you come in and you sit down. And most of the time, I would say almost every time except once, the the they have their best server out there, right? Who's charismatic, full of jokes, ready to play games with you and stuff. And he comes out and he's like, okay, folks, if you think you're leaving here sober, you have another thing coming, right? <laughs> and and he he explains what's gonna happen and they bring out like nine different small courses, and each course is complemented by a wine that 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 the sommelier chose, right? And 
that's the biggest part for me with 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 the culinary experience on the ship is is tasting the wines and eating the food right i I said that earlier so you just keep getting these amazing meals like scallop carpaccio just like a little tiny plate and you pair it with a nice white wine and or they'll bring out like a like a a tomato base where it's just like just the main ingredients dry ingredients and then they'll come out with steaming hot pureed tomato on top of it and pour it for you and they've got like the perfect wine for it it's just amazing then they finish it off with a like the craziest dessert i don't want to spoil it but they call it the world and it's it's just one of the most amazing desserts and then they give you a a chocolate martini which seems innocent enough but uh that's usually the thing that gets you stumbling back to the room afterward that's royal caribbean carnival on the other hand holy crap I, we did that on the Carnival Horizon in October of 2019. And uh, Tommy, I'm telling you right now, I've never had a better meal in my life. And let, let's, qu- I- let's qualify this first. And you are, as you describe, a royalist. You know, you do lean towards Royal Caribbean as your preferred cruise line. Yet this Carnival chef's table, for whatever reason, I guess you're about to let us know, uh, you're you, you second to none, right? Second to none. The attention to detail with every course was just insanely good. And I found that Royal, we've did it like we've done it like five times and the menu hasn't changed. And I've only done carnivals once, but I'm telling you, it's just the presentation, the attention to detail, the quality of the food is I, I it's out of this world. I I told my wife, I said I didn't know if I was going to like this carnival cruise and I'll be the first to tell you and the audience because uh, I like to be honest is a carnival's MDR food is not my jam. I don't like it. It's not just can't hold a candle to Royal Caribbean at all, but their chef's table, forget about it. John, I want to ask you what, um, um what do you, what do you miss most about cruising this, especially during this time where who knows when we're going back out there today, a, a bunch of bad news came down the pipe that, well, I don't say bad news, but news that sounds like it might be a little bit of a setback to us going back to sea. What do you, what do you, what do you miss most about cruising? You know, Tommy, the first thing that comes to mind, and I'm surprised that, that this is the first thing, but it's, it's true. I, I miss the crew. I miss the interaction with the friendly crew and 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 everything that they bring to the table and how they they're always smiling ready you know i i can compare you know i keep comparing things and i was telling this to uh york the other night but when we were on this vacation at at, at uh, universal studios like the people i don't mean this in a bad way but the service that you get at, at the normal hotels here is just it doesn't even compare to like the cruise right and i spent the whole week kind of comparing the the experience at universal to a cruise right and it couldn't it couldn't compare the, it nobody cared if you were having a good time you know it was just like get you through the line and get you where you're going you get on the cruise and 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 at least from my experience, the crew that I've 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 dealt with and and I've I've been friendly with have been, you know, so great, so friendly, so willing to help, and just they're almost like family by the end of the cruise. I, I mean, I have lots of cruise staff that I've met 
on cruises that I still keep up with now. So I, that was the first thing that came to mind. Absolutely. We're talking with John Klaikowski. He is the captain of the YouTube live stream, The Ship Show. It happens every Wednesday night. I believe it's nine o'clock nice and late so you know what sometimes you know it is i would say it's family friendly for the most part but every once in a while you hit you hit us in the sub cockles and uh go a little off off the beaten path a little bit and that's usually and, and this is this kind of role transitions you know i want to get into the show get back into the show itself and i want to get back to our buddy doodles um and i agree yeah. with your sentiment i think every once in a while something comes along where it's just like kind of like you know what it's almost like that stepbrothers moment. Did we just become best friends? And uh, it, yeah. you guys have kind of really proven to be just a, a a beast of a team. One thing I notice sometimes is that it, it, tell me if I'm wrong. Okay, I'm just a fan. I'm just an observer. Doodles will go off the rails a little bit. I've noticed sometimes. If now, if you, do you felt like you have to rein them in sometimes at all or no? Not so much anymore. Maybe in the beginning when I wasn't sure. Before where, you know, the show had its its identity, I think I think actually Doodles kind of helped me loosen up a little bit with it because at first I was just like very, very cautious and afraid if we ever stepped over the line, you know. But not anymore. I, I trust him wholeheartedly with any path that he chooses to go down <laughs> live. I love it because sometimes I do, or maybe it was in the beginning. I do sense he'll, he'll, he'll go anywhere. He's like, there's no real limit to, he's a true, true wild card of the show and agreed a total indispensable kind of piece to the puzzle. That is the ship show in general. Um, but yeah, it's, it's funny. Sometimes he's not afraid to kind of, I guess, uh, get, get into that crass humor area. And I think it's part of like what you just said, the dynamic of the show. And I was, I honestly was concerned when he, when that, the finger gate happened oh my gosh yes he, he still said he didn't fall down but i don't know the video evidence to me shows that he fell down but he's gonna go to his grave saying that that was an optical illusion there was a problem you guys live streaming everything was going fine and then all of a sudden he falls out of the picture and not even a okay i'm back i'm all right you know what we got to shut it down but you know there's some blood everything's about we're fine just gotta you know clean take care of it. Yeah. he was just he didn't he, didn't, he didn't return you hear his wife go you hear his wife go there's blood everywhere exactly so it was like this ultimate cliff show uh, a ship show cliffhanger i was like what the hell's going on here so it was pandemic and at the beginning of the pandemic we were separated you know, we were locked down, so we were doing the show. He was in his house, I was in mine, so I didn't know what happened. But <laughs> yeah, you were with us. You were you were with us, wondering too. Yeah. Um, the, oh, that's right. That's right. Well, so um, the funniest part is that we've gone back and watched that live stream about uh, like five times recently, and every time, everyone in the room ends up in hysterics. <laughs> He still says he didn't fall, that the camera fell, but Doodles, if you're listening, the jig is up. Yeah, I don't know. if I, Doodles, I don't know if you're selling that one. I don't know who you're selling that one to. Yeah. John, when we, when we, not if, when we, of course we know we're going back. 
Uh, where do you stand? Like, where do you stand on all these types of things? Are you the type of person that's going to jump on the next thing that's going out? Or are you the type of person that, you know what, I don't really want to deal with all these regulations. I'm not I'm not going anywhere until I know it's back to normal. Or are you on the wait and see approach? You know what, maybe if I got to show up with a test or a vaccine or a mask, I'll, you know, see how it goes for a couple of sailings and I'm not opposed to jumping on. Where do you stand overall on you and your family's re-entry into cruising? It's a good question, and I've got an easy answer. Tell me what I need to do, and I'm going to do it. Get me on board the moment, the first chance that I can get on board. I love it. Whatever the restrictions are, I'm willing to put up with them. I just spent a week at Universal Studios with a mask on outdoors. I can do it on a cruise. I 100% agree with you. I'm I'm the same way. I don't, you know what I could see, you know, I've been on a couple of vacations myself here and there, little mini vacations. And yeah, that does seem to feel like there is a little bit of a cloud over it. You know what I mean? Sometimes there's just ominous thing. You can't put your finger on it. Well, you can, you know what it is, but it's like, you know, it's a, you go on vacation and you're just so used to just letting loose and being carefree. And it's just not that way. Having said that, you tell me I can get on a ship. I'm going to find a way to get on that ship and I'm going to find a way to enjoy myself. Right. I mean, whether you're on land or on ship, regardless of the restrictions, if you're not having fun, that's on you. Honest, at the end of the day, you just, if you, that's my opinion. If you can get past whatever it is that the restrictions are and you'll get used to it over time and, It'll be a cruise. Any cruise with restrictions is better than the last year of not cruising. As a matter of fact, in two days, it'll mark the one-year anniversary of the start of our last cruise on the Harmony of the Seas. Really? Yeah, I just got done with my... uh... My anniversary was last Sunday. We got back, and that was it, the uh, 26th, I believe it was. It's rough. But... um. I, I, I want to ask you one one last question, and then we'll kind of do our do our goodbyes. But we, we touched on the fact that you are a royalist. What are the names? Uh, uh, royalist, a carnivalian? How, do, how does it go? Yep. Yep. Royalist, carnivalian. Uh, what do we call the Norwegian people? Norwegites, I think. Norwegites, okay. What is, uh, what is it about Royal Caribbean that has you, that makes you gravitate towards that particular cruise line? Well... I think it's I think it's the 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 food in the main dining room for the most part. But another thing that I didn't touch on, and and Carnival has good good shows, but I really enjoy the shows on on a on a ship. But Royal Caribbean's shows, in my opinion, are are much better. They're they're you know more Broadway style type shows like Greece and 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 shows that you might find on Broadway. I think the shows, the food, the the overall service, even though Carnival's close, uh, don't get me wrong, the service on Carnival is great uh, um, for sure. But the overall experience when I put, you know, the pros and cons on a scale, it, Royal always seems to come out on top. But I, I definitely had a great time on the Carnival Horizon. And my next cruise, I'm sure, is going to be uh, on the carnival ship. I'm hoping it's the Mardi Gras, but you shall see. You went live on that cruise, and I remember you just, I was like, you just right right there encompasses what I love about carnival. When are you, wait, you're not, no offense, not, I'm not, not that I'm not a royalist. My knock on Royal Caribbean is that a little bit like if you go on one Royal Caribbean cruise, 
you've kind of gone on all the Royal Caribbean cruises in a way. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. But I just want sometimes a little variety. And when you get on a carnival ship, yes, you can absolutely be in five and a half feet of water with a vlogging camera on and you are off the back of the ship with a bar right next to you feeling like you got, I mean, the sun, moon, and the stars all in the palm of your hands. And just something about that back of that ship with that pool just kind of gets me. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And... and it's a good point, too, because, yes, you know what you're getting with Royal, and maybe that's a thing where that you, you feel safe knowing what you know. It, I'll tell you this much. The sail away party on that carnival ship was it's like nothing I've ever seen before. People are not having that kind of fun on Royal Caribbean sail away parties. I can tell you that. And, and the cruise directors on Royal can't hold a candle to you know the carnival cruise directors they're they're a walking party yeah so yeah like i said i i i lean royal but carnival's you know very close second i'm looking forward to norwegian here this coming october right right yeah no i I feel like norwegian might be a little bit of a a little bit of a combination of the two but i do it is kind of late i don't want to keep you here all night i would like to say and i think You'll probably echo this sentiment, you know, and I guess I'm talking about the cruise creator, the YouTube space, whatever you do out there. Uh, I wouldn't say I have been the model of consistency with kind of like, you know, putting out a cruise show every single week like I would like to. But I would like to kind of give props to you and, you know, and you'll I'm sure you'll join me in giving props to I mean, this is a I mean, Think about what we're going through right now and who everybody who decided to wake up with a camera or a microphone and make cruising such a huge part of their life and share their views of cruising with the world. Think about the blow and something. A lot of them, they rely heavily on the income that it comes from it. And think about the blow that this has caused them. And I'm absolutely and I don't use these types of terms very often. I don't like, you know, just blindly throw, uh, you know, praise at people. I'm nothing short of awe between all the creators who kind of do what we do and continue to put out daily, weekly, consistent, good content with those big, huge, smiling faces. You're talking about your Tonys and Jennies. You're talking about your Sherry. I can't, I'm not going to try to name all of them because I'll leave somebody out, but is, yeah. are, are, are you under the same, don't you feel that way? It's just amazing how everybody's still just hanging in there. What a gritty, gritty bunch these cruise creators are. Man, you couldn't have said it better, Tommy. That's, yeah. And the way so many have adapted in this time is incredible. And 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 also, I have to say, the audience itself has helped us with that. When 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 this lockdown started, and everything got really kind of doom and gloom at the beginning of it, people started going live quite a bit more often than they might normally do, and. I think at first it was to kind of like calm the minds of the cruise audience, you know, and, and I, I, it kind of evolved. I don't think, I don't think the audience knows the effect that they have on us as the creators. And it's been a real gut punch, but, but to have that community around us who stays there with us as we're doing whatever it is that we're doing, whether it's still cruise content or like, our weekly live show or some people are doing rv stuff or, or you know like with your podcast the the audience 
it means so much more to us than I, I think they'll ever know. They, they have helped, at least from my perspective, they have helped me get through this crazy time more than anything that I can think of. I agree a hundred percent. It's very, very well said as well. Audience out there, it's you know, it's definitely a two-way street. Um, ladies and gentlemen, his name is John Klikowski. He is the captain of the ship show. You could find him with his cruise director, Yorkie Doodles, every Wednesday at nine PM. It's a live stream, and you want to talk about being in a community, definitely check it out. Also, though, if you are having those cruise blues, dare I say that cruise withdrawal. Go to the YouTube channel. It's still the ship show, right? Yes, sir. And you go on the ship show, and you can really – I think I did this. I think I mentioned it to you like a month and a half ago. I was just kind of popping around, and I saw you guys in, I believe it was Ocho Rios, Jamaica. And your point of view from just being in a pool with a swim-up bar, I was like, you know what? I was there for a minute. I was absolutely there for a minute, and so was the lovely Miss Kay, my uh, you know, my cohort down in Florida. And we kind of got swept up in the moment. We felt like we were in the pool, man. So definitely check out the vlogs um, on the Ship Show YouTube channel. John, thank you so much for coming on, man. Yeah, thanks, Tommy. And, and I want to say, you know, listening to the podcast, and, and, and I know – with you, there's been a lot of changes. You've moved up to New York, and, and but you still keep keeping on. It's 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 an inspiration. But I have to say, you know, there's something about the times, and I I might have touched on this when you were on our show that there's something about when it's kind of it's you turn on your podcast, whether it's the Patreon or the podcast, it it doesn't matter. There's something about hearing your voice especially with the headphones on and you may be doing stuff working around the house or whatever, but there's definitely something calming about your voice that (laughs) you could be having a bad day or it could just be a tense day or whatever. And you, and you start listening to Tony Casabona as doodle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You start listening to Tommy and and there's just something that just kind of calms you down and brings you back home and your way with words uh, is just amazing, and you really know how to not only talk about cruising, but talk about your day to day in a way that just engages us all. And I just want to thank you for that. And I'm so glad that you uh, you had me on today. It was a good time. Of course, man. I really appreciate appreciate those words, and definitely appreciate you coming on. And John, let's do it again soon, man. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Okay. So, yeah, big thanks once again to John Klikowski from The Ship Show. Definitely catch them every Wednesday night. I'm serious, guys. Go back and check out those vlogs because you are going to be taken. Uh, you're going to be taken back. Taken back, dare I say, to a simpler time, to maybe a better time when, yes, we were allowed to cruise. And John really and his family really do a great job of encompassing and reminding us what it was like when we were allowed to cruise. And I hope... That nobody out there thinks I was being over, I guess what would you say, um, pessimistic in the outset of the show. I just, my whole thing is that I don't want us to be kind of blindly walking through this. You see, like I said, I saw on the, on the, on the, um, a message board or, or a Facebook group the other day, somebody says, well, my travel agent says we are definitely sailing in April. She just told me that your travel agent doesn't know shit. First of all, they have to understand that. Like nobody knows. And yes, 
currently, well, it's not April. It's now it's going to be at least May. So if they said May 5th, they wouldn't technically be lying because of the fact that they're not canceled yet. But if you follow the pattern, they're just canceling month by month. Read between the lines. There is no uh, indication that test sailings are starting. There's no indication that ports of call from other governments are putting out protocol, welcoming back cruise ships. None of this stuff is happening. In fact, the opposite is. Opposite is happening. You know what I mean? So all I think we should do is just continue to kind of keep the stove hot. Keep talking about cruising. Think, Keep looking at cruise ships, uh, watching cruise content, and just kind of try to embody what we all love to do. There's ways to listen. I always say it, guys. I always say the cruise planning starts when you book so let's just make believe this is a big giant planning stage of cruising and i'll tell you well like i already did tell you because i am johnny repeat yourself um once we do go back we're going to come back like i mean it's going to be a stampede to these cruise ports but until then let's kind of stay in the pocket right it's about it guys i appreciate you guys listening i appreciate all you guys listening once again the facebook group Please check me out. Uh, Check us out. Hang out with us in the Always Be Booked Cruise and Travel Lounge. If you want that extra show a day of weird and crazy and wacky content, the last time I was, uh, well, I'm not going to tell you about the story that we did last time. It's for another show. And luckily we have one. It's called the Always Be Booked on Patreon. You go to p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash always be booked. Check us out on Instagram. And guys, YouTube. I need me them views. Give me them views. You know what I mean? Always be booked on YouTube. And most particularly, check out Shots Across the Bow. We're going to try to do that every single week. We're heating up here at Always Be Booked. We love you. You guys are the best. Boat drinks, Cones. There's a place where the boat leaves from. It takes away a little your big problems. You could worry, you could drop them in the blue ocean. But you got to get away to where the boat leaves from. Take one part sand, one part sea, and one part shade of a nine-on tree. And the drinks are cold and the reggae is hot. And I know this is the place for me. Get away to where the boat leaves from. It takes away. I love your big problems You could worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves Jimmy Perfectly good island somewhere Well, all ride the boats and don't grab your coat You won't need it where we are going Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You could worry, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Pick me up Pick me up Pick me up Put me down Put me down, and when I fall on my stool Put me down, I'll just sleep there till morning comes round With sunshine, ten ladies, and pina coladas And Bob Marley songs that I'm playing There's a song in my ear that I want you to hear Soft tropical lips that are singing Get away 
to where the boat leaves from and takes away all of your big problems. You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean. But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from. So get away to where the boat leaves from and takes away all of your big problems. You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean. But you gotta get away to where the so get away to where the boat leaves from and takes away. I love your big problems. You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean. But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from.